This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You can always listen to Nick Costos on You Better You Bet via BetQL, Monday through Fridays, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern, and then on Sundays, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Also, could hear him on the fan from 8.30 to 9 a.m. Eastern as well. And get the BetMGM app today. Now you are winning with the king of sportsbooks. Please gamble responsibly. Nick Costas joins us in football season each and every Monday right here at 7.20 p.m. Eastern, 4.20 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. Nick, how are you? Zach, what's going on, my friend? Great to be back on with you and uh, sweating my uh, my New Orleans Saints bet right now. It doesn't feel good to uh, lay points on the road in primetime with Derek Carr and Dennis Allen, but here we are, buddy, in the first of the Monday Night Football doubleheader. Yeah, the Saints are a team that everyone said, oh, they'll win the NFC South this year. I don't have a lot of confidence in the Panthers. We'll see how this game uh, is going to play on out, but I expect this to be low scoring and sloppy, and I know it's early, but that's the way that it's it's looking like so far. Yeah, we talked about it on You Better You Bet, Zach, before we went off the air at uh, 7 o'clock Eastern time, and hard not to like this under as well. Uh, my, my co-host, Ken Barkley, bet the under. I laid three with New Orleans. Uh, so far, I think I'd prefer his bet if I could choose with the under <laughs> on the game, but uh, as Miles Sanders breaks off a long run here, Panthers in about midfield not to do play-by-play, uh, I am, I'm hoping that the Saints are able to cash this bet for me. So something I don't get for yesterday and it's not just because I had the Niners laying seven thankfully I didn't have them laying seven and a half points is Sean McVay down 10 kicking that field goal at the end of the game did he have money uh, on the game, do we need to launch an investigation against Sean McVay? Well, I well, I'm happy that you bet the best number available with San Francisco. It went, went all the way down to seven. I bet seven and a half with the oh. Rams on Friday, so I was able to cash there and okay. look like. He's my king at this point. Like Sean McVay is my king. He is my absolute hero. I, and it's really interesting, right? Because like the win probability when Sean McVay has that decision to make is literally like 100% in favor of the 49ers. Like there is nothing that he can do. There's no decision that he can make that can win his team the game. They are down by two scores. There is like only time for one play. He can only do one thing. We talked about this on the show today. I think, and curious if you agree or disagree, I think there is a literal 100, not 90, 
100% chance that every coach in the NFL and all the players, they know what the point spread is of the games that they're playing in. We hear it's used as bulletin board material all the time. I, I think that there's a reasonable chance that McVay was like, hey, like we're going to lose anyway. Let's at least try and cover the spread for the people that bet on us. Now, I have no inside information that that's the case. I would not be shocked, though, if it were. And I definitely think he knew what the point spread was going into the game. It makes no sense in terms of why he took the field goal. So, therefore, I think you're you're on to something there. Well, like, what if Stafford gets hurt on the final play of the game? Nakua gets hurt. It's absolutely yeah. meaningless. Like, I, Kyron Williams gets hurt. Tutu Atwell gets hurt. An offensive lineman gets hurt. I think there's ways to explain it. Like, you, you lose the game either way. So, why not, like, take the option that presents, like, the least opportunity to get your star players hurt? Yeah, but then, like, a lineman or something gets hurt. Like, remember all those years ago, Belichick... Uh, I think it was up against the Colts where he put Gronk in on, a, on an extra point or a field goal, and then Gronk got hurt. So then you could lose a, a lineman or a tight end, and then we're still blasted him. So I, I thought it was idiotic what McVay did, uh, but maybe you're on to something where, hey, Rams fans that had uh, plus seven and a half or, or plus seven, he, w- he was trying to uh, do them a favor yesterday. And God bless him. Like I said, Sean McVay, <laughs> like actually my hero, I needed that result in the Commanders beating the Broncos yesterday to have a pretty good Sunday. Thank God. Is there a team after two weeks, Nick Costos, that you're like, okay, I'll look into the future market on them to maybe win a division or, or go to a Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl that maybe you weren't that high on heading into the season? Well, I, I you know what? I think if it's to win the Super Bowl, uh, I think it's Dallas. And that's obviously like a really obvious answer to give mm. the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, we might come to the end of the season, Zach, and, and, and there's usually like a unit that is kind of the story of a season every year or like a couple of them, right? Whether it's offense or defense. I think when we get to the end of the season, there's a chance that we will say like the story of the NFL regular season, the main story was the Dallas Cowboys defense. Obviously like back-to-back dominant performances to begin the year. Another coming up on deck as the Cowboys visit the Arizona Cardinals. So Dallas, as far as winning the Super Bowl is concerned, is something I was not necessarily on before the season, but something I feel pretty good about right now. And I will, and I'll give you one more. How about I'll give you two more here just as potential playoff teams one would be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and that point spread on Monday night next week so Monday night football doubleheader next week Eagles and the Bucks and then the Rams and the Bengals so I'll talk about the Rams in a second I know we just talked about them but I think the Rams are a lot better than we think I think the Rams can absolutely be a playoff team I did not think that before the year they annihilated annihilated the Seahawks on the road in Seattle in week one then we saw Seattle go on the road yesterday without their starting two offensive tackles and beat a Detroit team to beat the Chiefs in the season opener. Like, the Rams are good. Um, and we'll see if Joe Burrow's going to play in this game. I think the Rams, like, I think they're going to the playoffs if Matthew Stafford stays healthy. I don't think they win the division. I think the Niners will win the division. But I think the Rams are a playoff team in the NFC when it's all said and done. And then it's hard not to look right now at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFC South. Like, I, I bet them already against the Eagles on Monday night, albeit at a number that no longer exists. I like Tampa in the game. Like, Baker Mayfield looks good. Offensive quarterback. Coordinator Dave Canales, I think, is going to be a head coach next year in the NFL. He's doing a great job with this offense. It's a bad division. I don't think we should discount the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now to potentially win the NFC South. So I'm laughing a little bit just because you're not taking one thing into account. My producer extraordinaire, Hot Take Hickey, was in on the Bucks before the start of the year and also the Rams before the start of the year. And I guess you're not familiar with the Hickey Hex. There are teams that Hickey speaks highly of before the year, and they always find a way to crap the bed. So it's a good start for the Bucks, and it's a good start for the Rams. I'll admit that. 
But throughout the year, the Hickey Hex is going to prevail. With, with apologies to uh, to Hickey, uh, I believe that he has no like astrological cosmic power, and I think he has no impact <laughs> over anything that happens. Oh, uh, you know what? Last year, Broncos were the pick to, to go to the Super Bowl. Russell Wilson and Super Bowl MVP. Nathaniel Hackett, top three coach of the year. And all those predictions were shot four weeks into the season. Well, so. I'd say that was less of a hex and more like, and I'm sorry to say put it in this term, Sicky, uh, that's just dumb. <laughs> that's not a hex, that's just dumb. I love it. Nick Costas here with us. Thursday night, Giants and, and 49ers. Uh, no Saquon Barkley, reportedly going to be out for three weeks of that ankle injury that he suffered towards the end of that crazy comeback against the Cardinals. The Niners are a 10.5-point favorite. The over-under is 45. Do you have an early lean on that game? Yeah, I. if I had to bet the game, I'd actually take the 10.5 with the Giants. I make my own point spreads um, in the NFL, and we just came off doing a four-hour show talking about all of this. And my co-host, Ken Barkley, we made the same number, which was San Francisco favored by 10. And that accounts for Saquon Barkley missing the game, which I think we expected kind of like even like last night. Um, so I guess like a slight edge here with the Giants getting 10.5. But if, if you bet on the Giants, you are betting against the team that I actually think is the best team in football. And I I think the Niners are going to be able to name their score in this game. So it's almost like if you bet the Giants, you have to like the over as well, right? So I think if you like the Giants, like a Giants over parlay is correlated. Because San Francisco's scoring in this game. This Giants defense allowed 28 points yesterday to Josh Dobbs and the Arizona Cardinals. And I understand they looked a little better in the second half. Also, that pass rush is non-existent. Kayvon Thibodeau should be on the side of a milk carton. And Dallas <laughs> looked great against them in week number one. So, like, maybe the Giants can cover this spread. But you got to hope that Daniel Jones plays like he did in the second half yesterday against Arizona. Because the Niners are going to be able to name their score in this game. So, like, I think, like, like Zach, like, the best mathematical bet is the Giants to cover the plus 10.5 slight edge there. But, I mean, clicking that button to bet against the 49ers feels really tough. I think this is probably no bet for me on Thursday night on Cider Total. Yeah, this has, like, a 38-10, to, to 14 even a 38-21 type of score. I, I would, early on in the week, lay the points with the Niners. And then, also, I, I like that pick. Of, of maybe going with the over as well, with it being at 45. Uh, I just want to get your thoughts here on a college football spread, Nick Costos. So Alabama has been a disappointing team this year. Their offense has been non-existent, and we saw that up against USF over the weekend. Uh, Ole Miss at Alabama, is this just because everyone looks at Alabama, they go, oh, it's Alabama, they'll figure it out. But Bama's a seven-point favorite up against uh, another top 15, top 20 team in Ole Miss. I just, I love that, like, that Nick Nick Saban actually thought he could get away with starting any quarterback on this team not named Jalen Milrow. Like, the Milrow benching was, like, very short-lived, obviously. Like, if you're going to lose to South Florida, potentially, like, the rule is you have to go back to Jalen Milrow, who, like, might not be the best thrower of the football, but, I mean, he's much better than these other options that, uh, that Nick Saban's got. So now Milrow's going to start this game against Ole Miss. I think this point spread's probably right. Alabama is a touchdown favorite. I think if you're going to bet Ole Miss in the game with how good Jackson Dart has looked thus far this year. I just play Ole Miss on the money line, honestly. Mm -hmm. Bet Ole Miss plus 210. We've seen Bama go down once already at home this year. So in lieu of me taking the seven with Ole Miss on the road, give me Ole Miss to just go in there and win the game. Where if you think Milrow's going to struggle, we know Dart's going to get his. I would just take Mississippi to win this game, Zach. I was talking to your colleague on Ion Football yesterday, Ryan Horvat. He does a great job for BetMGM tonight uh, via BetQL. And it was at halftime of the Lions-Seahawks game. And the Lions were up by seven. And the Seahawks were plus 450 on the money line. And in the moment, I thought it was an error on the app. I couldn't believe uh, the Seahawks at any point in that game down seven were plus 450 on the money line, Nick. Yeah, uh, and we saw Seattle do this last year at a similar spot against Detroit. Similar point spread range Crazy. also. Like like win that game against the Lions. Um, Yeah, like it's kind of like... 
I'm a little peeved at that game because I laid it with Detroit, and I feel like the Lions... I don't want to say they were the right side. That's sour grapes on my part. But the Lions, like, slammed them in the box score. They turned it over three times. The Seahawks didn't turn it over once. And the Seahawks still, like, barely won the game in overtime. Some questionable officiating. But look, like, Geno played great. He was absolutely nails. And you'll see this sometimes, Zach, to the point that you're making about these live... The live, uh, the live point spreads, right, and the live money lines. Like, it's not a person... That's doing that. Like, it's not a human being that's saying, hey, here's what I think the live line of the game should be. It's an algorithm based on what the point spread was before the game. So, like, Detroit, you know, um, closes the game as a four and a half point favorite. Now they're up by seven. Of course, they're going to be a huge price on the money line to win. But that's where Zach, you, as someone with a brain, right, not a computer, can say, hey, like, I, I, I think Geno's slinging the ball pretty well here. I know they can score on this Lions defense. Honestly, that's a great job by you. And just something to keep in mind for people that like to live bet. Again, it's not a human that's making these live numbers. It's a computer, and it's all based on the pregame spread. You can definitely take advantage of live markets, especially when there are injuries. All righty, last thing for Nick Costos. College football this weekend. Early read, Ohio State, Notre Dame. Ohio State's a three-and-a-half point favorite. And then you also have uh, Florida State, Clemson. Uh, Florida State is a two-point favorite. I like Florida State this weekend, and uh, I also like um, uh, Notre Dame plus the three-and-a-half points. How about yeah, I'll start, I'll start with the game I like, and we'll close with the game that I love. Um, I like Notre Dame um, with a number above three. My sense is, Zach, that if you, like you personally, and anyone listening, if you like Notre Dame in this game, my sense is that this is going to go down to three. Yeah. So, like, if you now. like... Yeah, so if you like Ohio State, I would wait until later in the week. I think you will get an opportunity to lay three, which you would much rather do than lay three and a half. And if you like Notre Dame, I would look to bet this game sooner rather than later. Once it's three, I don't have a lot of interest in Notre Dame. I think three is the right number in the game. So three and a half would be a bet for me on Notre Dame with Sam Hartman at home. Notre Dame definitely has the better quarterback in the game. Now, I like that game. I love Florida State. I'm with you on Florida State. And this number's been bet up, Zach, over the course of the day today. This was like Florida State 1, then it was 1.5. Now we're sitting at about 2, Florida State, a road favorite against Clemson. Uh, I, I think Florida State should be more than a 3-point favorite in this game. Uh, what we've seen from Florida State is that maybe they're the best team in the country, and Clemson lost to Duke. And I get that like that loss to Duke was a little wonky with all like the red zone turnovers. Also, they lost to Duke. Like, they lost to Duke, and Florida State might be the best team. And Florida State's favored by two on the road? Just like, no way. I think Florida State slams Clemson in this game. I think the Seminoles are way good in this spot. So, like, I like Notre Dame plus three and a half. I love Florida State laying anything under a touchdown here on the road at Clemson. I almost want to call it a, a funeral type of game where Clemson has been the standard in the ACC for so many years, and now it feels like there's a changing of the guard in the ACC with what Mike Norvell's been able to do. Yeah, I kind of think maybe Jordan Travis should wear black to the game, yeah. man. If they could make, make it a funeral here for Clemson, I absolutely love it, especially for our bet. All righty, Nick Costos. Always enjoy our chats. We'll do it again next week. Thank Zach, you. Zach, appreciate it, man. Wishing you and all your listeners minimal sweats, winning bets. The absolute very best of luck. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 